We're doing King Richard first, aren't we? I'm not yeah. changing my fucking background, but. Oh, yeah, you're. Yeah, I'm going to go choose one. Okay, so I'm going to start a. I'm going to set up a one hour timer. And the usual rules for like when we've done timer episodes, when the timer goes off, we have to start wrapping up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, it's reversed. <laughs> no, it's coming across for me. I could see. Okay. <laughs> um, for reference, uh, Moises has made his background. Something we'll definitely be talking about this episode. Um, the article headline of Will Smith talking about how he used to vomit when he orgasmed or after he orgasmed. Yeah. Hey, just, I I say good for him. It's, I mean, I feel like it's it's been a while since we've done a big Willie style, um, but it is worth getting back in that mindset of that this is a deeply disturbed man. Yeah, he's a <laughs> fucking weirdo. He's a f- maniac. Um, welcome to Stargazing. This is the podcast about movie stars. Um, we're returning to an earlier series. This is our, hang on. Is this our first time returning to a series? Yeah, uh, yeah. Fucking, yeah co- fucking COVID really <laughs> slowed that down. But yeah, uh, earlier this year, um, well, this is a podcast about movie stars. You know, we're uh, dedicated to exploring their careers, their movies, how they change with the times and how they don't. Uh, and an earlier series we did uh, at the beginning of the year was Big Willie style about the films of Will Smith. One Willard Carroll Smith uh, Jr., I think. I can't remember. Mr. Will Smith. And uh, the dude came out with another a new movie. He's going, he, he's got his eyes on the gold once more, Moises. Um, I'm Colin Gareeds. I'm Moises Camacho. We're talking about uh, Richard today. King Richard. King Richard. Uh, the just, I mean, hot off the presses just came out, um, a full month before when this episode's supposed to come out of uh, the, uh, I guess biopic mm-hmm. based on a true story film about, uh, Richard Williams, the father of tennis superstars, Venus and Serena Williams. Um, and we're recording this episode back to back with our Matrix Reloaded one. And I know Moises is going to have quite a bit to say about those. So uh, we are going to do um, an old favorite of ours. I'm going to set an hour timer. And if we aren't done talking about King Richard by the time that timer goes off, we have to start wrapping up no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, clock starts now. Well, I, first off, I don't think there's much to say <laughs> anyways <laughs> no. about the movie itself. It's, it's fine. Uh, it's about where the fuck Will Smith is at in his career right now. Oh, yeah. As a movie, this is what I, I've been telling people. As a movie, it's pretty good. It's solid, you know? Yeah, I liked it. As a peek into Will Smith's psyche, this is an incredibly valuable piece of art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because um, uh, I... I mean, we'll talk about all the Oscar shit later, you know, but like, uh, cause like 
on one hand, you know, it's like primo, like inspiring true story, like a real dude. You know, you play the footage side by side, like, oh, wow, look, he talks just like him. You know, it's the shit the Oscars love. But on the other hand, I feel like Will Smith found has a, a sort of kindred spirit in Richard Williams. Yeah, especially, I mean, the subject matter at hand, it's about a dad who cares so much about his family. To the point where he is obsessively micromanaging everything they do. Yeah. Like <laughs> since birth, he was. <laughs> he, like he has, uh, you know, the whole like thing the movie keeps going back to is if he wrote a plan for them. Yeah. Uh, when they were born. Um, gosh. Well, I, I, we probably don't have to, I mean, you know, it's a recent release, so we probably don't have to go super in depth on it, but like, what should we talk about first? Like, well, I think we could just talk about like our initial opinions on it. Yeah. Okay. Cause like, I, I think me and you both, like, I think any, any movie fanatic, even if you like don't necessarily think a movie looks good, you, anyone's a sucker for like a good biopic. Oh, especially a sports one. Yeah, it's like a sports biopic starring Will Smith, and it's so he is so goddamn hungry for an Oscar. Yeah, of course I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, this is the ultimate, like, uh, like a genre of movie. This is the ultimate. You can take the family to go see it, like on Thanksgiving break, and like mm-hmm. everyone's gonna come away at least a little like satisfied with it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I can see this being like the kind of like sort of a compromise of like every, everyone can agree on being at least neutral for this you know let's go see this like um yeah if you don't come out thinking like you might not come out thinking like oh that was the best movie ever but you're gonna come out being like hey i didn't waste my time like that was fun yeah. it was a fun watch <laughs> yeah exactly because some movies you do come out of the theater thinking fuck i just paid 12 dollars for that ticket oh yeah Yep, 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 yep. Um, uh, I guess um, you could talk about uh, you've seen this much more recently than I have. I saw it like the week it came out, and you saw it the other day, didn't you? Yeah, I just want to say I apologize already. I watched it on HBO Max. I feel like an absolute asshole. Oh wow! Um, because I'm like I'm against that shit. It's stupid. I think the streaming shit is fucking dumb. Um. Because the numbers prove that, like, if this continues, it will, like, fuck up the theater business. Um, oh, it didn't do great at the box office. Yeah, so I'm a hypocrite. But um, I watched it at, like, at home HBO Max because I didn't have time to go see in the theater. Shame on me. I really wanted to see this in the theater. Um, yeah, it was I, – I just – it's solid. Like, I think it has, like – I, like – would love if Will Smith doesn't get nominated, I don't give a fuck. But I'd love for John Bernthal to get nominated. <laughs> like he he stole this movie from Will Smith's hands. He is so funny. He is so entertaining. Yeah. He's like putting his all into this weird ass like geek tennis coach. <laughs> it is the funniest shit ever. It's such a like it's a really hard zag too from like what his like I feel like his like typecast is. Definitely. You know? Yeah, you know, like, I thought he was gonna come out being like, you know, tough Punisher, like, like yeah. But, but instead, like, he's like a dad. 
He has like a, I like spent the entire movie trying to figure out his accent. <laughs> like, I think it's like a Valley kind of accent, you know, a Valley like, nerd dad. Oh yeah. Sort of Midwestern too. You know? It's yeah. Like, it's I, like, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of a character that he's just like, it's like, a, am thinking a cartoon. Cause these characters pop up in cartoons a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like nerd just like, dad. It's like, ah, for Pete's sake. You know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we'll think of one. We'll, think, yeah, we'll of one. think of one. We'll come back to it. But um, yeah, I mean, honestly, though, you probably got a like much better experience watching this from home than I did, because I went and saw it in an early screening of it through the school. But I think I'm like really severely misjudged the King Richard hype because really? like. Normally I show up to these things like uh like I try to show up like 45 minutes early. I find that's a good like like balance between like I'll be able to get a seat I like and uh but I also just won't spend like 45 minutes in the theater waiting for it to start, you know. Mm-hmm. Like that's how early I showed up for the French dispatch and I got like a pretty good seat. But like <laughs> I showed up half an hour. So I, I was like, yeah, it's King Richard, you know, like I'll show up like half an hour early. Like literally every seat was filled. Holy shit. Like I had to sit in the very, like literally the front row of the theater. Listen, man, it's Big Willie style. That's the power of the Big Willie. That's the power of Willard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think when it comes down to it, that's what it is. It's like he, he do, it's really hard. It's hard for him to bring out a shit movie. Um especially when it's so fun. Like I said, it's so obvious. He wants that Oscar so fucking badly. It's like, it's, it's kind of like, uh, what's the word? Like, uh, it's kind of humiliating. Like, <laughs> like he is so thirsty. He is so fucking thirsty and desperate for this. Sirens are passing by. Kellen's telling me to wait. Yeah. It's, I mean, genuinely like it, the, the, I think that's an ambulance siren. I don't know what's in them fucking bitches here in Chicago, but it's like such an, a haunting, disturbing sound. <laughs> like it's, it sounds like a, it's fucking, like a like, wailing. Fanshee. Yeah. It sounds like a phantom. Yeah. Like, but um, no, you're, I, you're absolutely. It's because right. they're used so often. So they're like, the sirens are dying. Oh man. They need that's, to put new batteries in them. Uh, I hope that's not true. Cause that's very sad, <laughs> but no, you're right. He is like, so, I mean, we talked about um, a couple different times throughout big, like I think seven pounds and like collateral beauty were the ones that were really like, Oh, this is, a, this is a little sad. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I think he's going to be personally, I think he's going to be nominated. I think yeah, they're going to throw the pity nomination. Yeah. I don't know if he'll win. No way he'll win. I mean, stranger things have happened. I mean, fucking Benedict Cumberbatch, though. Like, come on. I mean, yeah, but like they did give the the trophy to Rami Malek for his. Yeah, I'm putting air quotes on performance as Freddie Mercury. I still haven't seen it, so I'm not going to speak on that. I I like, but I do know he won. He won over. I think there's someone we agreed should have won, and he won. Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. Sorry, Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, <laughs> it, the, but I mean, yeah, hey, the Oscars. Hey, hey, I just wanted to look at you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Such a good fucking movie. I need to watch it again. It's it's. I'm so ashamed that I didn't believe the hype when it was out. Me too. 
<laughs> I thought it was just like Gaga stands being weird, but no, it's a good movie. It's a fucking <laughs> phenomenal movie. It's a really good. Is Bradley Cooper directing something soon? Is he? Does he have another one lined up? I assume so. Um, movie. Uh, let's see. What's he got coming up? I get. Well, I mean, he's in. That Nightmare was the Alley. Green Book year. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a, Kate, like if God. I mean, yeah, like Will Smith could very well win the Oscar for this. I, it's, I'm just, it's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it would have been, under, if this would have came out last year, I'd say, yeah, he, he's got it in the bag. But it's this it's year just, that it's a, movies it's a tough, actually came out. Yeah, it's a very strong race. Yeah, this year. Um, there are some contenders, which we'll, uh, we'll talk about soon. I mean, we all know at the end of the day, like Ryan Reynolds is going to win first performance in Red Notice, so... Or I, I thought Free Guy. I mean, I really feel like Free Guy and Red Notice is going to split the ballot, you know? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds as Guy and Free Guy really broke the barriers in Hollywood. It was insane. I'm trying to find... I'm so, I remember hearing about Forever Ago. Uh, His next movie? Yeah. Um, Bradley... He, I, okay, as of October 12th, it seems like he's doing a movie for Netflix that just started filming. Um, called My Show that's about Leonard Bernstein, who is the um, composer uh, for West Side Story, among other things. And I think he's playing, it, he's directing himself. Okay, so why why is this guy, like, cool? Does he just done, like, a lot of good movies or something? Or you have a weird life? Is he, like, you mean Bernstein? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, he's, like, a, a, a very influential music composer. Okay. Uh, with a, 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 from what I'm... Uh, from what I know, a very messy personal life. So, you know, pretty right, primo, you know, prestige movie material, right? Like, oh shit. And Will Smith's next movie is the one where it's like a action thriller set, like during slave times, I think. Oh, Emancipation. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, I forgot. Is that still happening? Yeah. yeah I th- according to the internet, it is. Yeah. See. Oh, and it's a good, it's going to be a Netflix movie. Shit. Carrie Mulligan's also in this Bernstein movie. Jeremy Strong? Okay. I'm interested. <laughs> anyway, King Richard. Um, well, yeah, I, well, I think this is relevant because, like, no, yeah. now at this point in his career, he's, he's either going to, like, keep giving these crazy performances or he's going he's gonna to start directing stuff because he's already got his hand in the producing game. Of course he yeah. does, you know, as yeah. any smart yeah. actor does. But now it's like, all right, time for him to either go behind the lens, pick up a fucking pen. Like, <laughs> I can I can imagine him being the guy who's like, hey guys, I'm writing my biopic. It's like Will Smith, we don't want you to write your biopic. Oh my god, if anybody writes and directs and stars in their own biopic, it's going to be Will Smith. It's You're so fucking right. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. <laughs> like I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, no. Oh, that's such a dark future. Oh, I just know, like. like it's gonna I happen. Like the, I feel like I'm seeing the minority report of this happening. Uh, we gotta stop this. Like I can already see the art, like the Apple deal. Like it's like, hey, Will Smith's directorial debuts coming to Apple TV, and it's gonna be like, it's gonna be a like based on a true story movie, and he's starring in it, and he directed it. That's that's how it's gonna be, no matter oh, what. Brother, oh brother. Well, he is kind of. I mean, there. Did you have you seen the trailer for that? gritty bel-air reboot they're doing for the peacock yeah, yeah he's super Stupid. behind it 
It's really dumb. It's so, it's so dumb. Uh, that first I mean, like fan made a... trailer was cool, but then I I didn't want it to happen. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, but I I no disrespect to the the actual like you know young people behind Bel Air. I hope that this like leads to other things in their career for them. But like maybe we should like try and pitch like Full House, but with like the gritty like drama euphoria, you know. Like they already did that. It's called uh Shameless. They did that. Fuck. (laughs) You're right. Shameless. Let's do like let's pitch DJ Tanner doing ketamine. Like I was just say let's let's pitch like a Seinfeld, a gritty Seinfeld, but they did that too. It's it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Like Uh, fuck. What can we do? What What hasn't been touched? Um the George Lopez show, maybe. Yeah, we can we can hit that. We can do we can hit that. Gritty, yeah. Um, <laughs> gritty R-rated like Home Improvement or no Malcolm in the Middle. That's oh yeah. If you if you remove the jokes of Malcolm in the Middle, that's like a very like <laughs> gritty like drama, you know. Already, like uh, that's like the only sitcom I think I've ever seen that like acknowledges just how fucking broke the main thing is. it would be funny though if like it'd be fu- it'd be a fucked up show it'd be like mom reese got arrested again like no the 50th time this year france, the subplot with francis in military school is like full-on full metal jacket yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay we're i what's it's uh, like there there's like a oh, one whole season is dedicated like this like controversy like dewey tested positive for eight like adhd like he's got to start taking these special ed classes and they can't afford to get him the medication yeah uh that's that's sad (laughs) yeah that's sad (laughs) anyway but you know you're right that this is like and plus like i think one thing that's interesting to talk about with this movie like in just the press for this movie is coincided with will smith releasing um his memoir uh-huh which he wrote apparently it's you know with these these celebrity books like there's almost always like a ghostwriter. yeah of course it's like it's impossible to say but it seems like there's this weird shift and i think that this is something that just applies to all of like celebrity in the past well with like will smith like we talked about how like he loves to like maintain his image. You know, he has like this like perfect idea of a man that he wants you to think he is or whatever. But now it's like, no, I'm going to tell you all of the messy, like upsetting details of my life. I'm going to be like completely open with you, you know? And I feel like that's like a shift that like in the age of like social media, you know, it used to be like, Oh, celebrities are like this mysterious kind of other people, you know? But now it's I, like, oh, they're just like us. I think it was just the whole like red table talk controversy which did that to him. Yeah, that's a like, real mess. He was probably and like his agent and his PR are probably like, stop, stop what you're doing. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. Like, let me let me feel it out. And he just went overboard. I'm just imagining 
Will Smith's publicist. You know that part in Spider-Man 3 where Eddie Brock goes to church and prays to God, like, I want you to kill Peter Parker? I imagine Will Smith's publicist going to church and being like, I want you to kill Jada Pinkett Smith. I was imagining, like, the SpongeBob scene with the, like, in his head, all the SpongeBobs, and the, like, it's on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, because he's a fucking idiot. Who? Why is he doing this? <laughs> Uh, Here is the headline. Well, yeah, Will Smith. I used to vomit after orgasm as a what does that say? Psychosomatic, Psychosomatic reaction. reaction. He used to be so disgusted with like how casual he was in his sex life that he would like he was so disgusted with himself. And that's just like one of like the seven or eight crazy things he's admitted in the past like month. That's fucking insane. Another one, and this is something in his memoir, I feel it kind of got blown out of proportion. The headline said that, like, Will Smith says, I thought about killing my dad growing up. But, like, okay. the, the actual, like, context is that, like, his dad was, like, a um, borderline, if not completely abusive father. And Will Smith, like, in his, like, admitted in, like, weaker moments, like, when his dad was older, like, thought about, like, you know, pushing him down the stairs or something. Like, damn. Which is again that's dark, incredibly dark, personal. Why is he telling us this? Yeah, he should have waited for this memoir. It's like he's acting like he here, here, here's where it is. He's acting like he's broke, he's acting like a broke celebrity. He's still <laughs> rich as fuck. He's still, gets, maybe he's maybe. still a leading man in Hollywood. Why is he doing this? Why the fuck is he like me and Kellen? Uh, if you guys remember at the end of Big Willie Style. We said, like, we're like, we don't fully understand this man, but what it seems like is he's super calculated. He has his idea of a man that he wants in his head, and he's a genius because he has this math, pro this equation of how to become a superstar and how to continue it going. This disproves what we said. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing anymore. He's, he's totally forgotten the equation. He, like, erased it on accident. <laughs> it's like Mark Zuckerberg. He wrote it down somewhere weird. He wrote it on the window. Oh yeah. And like a cleaning lady cleaned it off one day. Oh. And now he doesn't know where the fuck he's at. <laughs> I just <laughs> did you ever see that movie with Ben Affleck, the account, when he's doing all the math mm -hmm. on like the walls of the office building? <laughs> you should watch the account. It's not a good movie, but it is a movie with the premise of what if John Wick was autistic? So it's kind of funny. Fuck. <laughs> oh, Apparently, it's like a pretty like respectful portrayal of like somebody on this. I've, I and it's I've, and it's Ben Affleck. Yeah, it's Ben Affleck plays like a, a an on the spectrum like accountant by day, like vigilante hitman. I think by night is his sort of deal. John Bernthal's in that too. So it's J.K. Simmons, and, and it's got a good cast. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It does got a really good cast. I remember, like, thinking it was okay, but, like, my parents saw it, and they're like, Kellen, you have to watch this movie. It's amazing. <laughs> like, it's better than John Wick. And I'm like, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> they're big account people. I don't know. Um, they're account pilled. Yeah. No, yeah, like, it feels like, uh, you know, like, he's trying to, like, it's one of those things of like, you know, there've been like, uh, I can't think of, oh, I'll th one person that comes to mind and like an actor does like 
a sort of a new like stage of like they're being honest about themselves they're being like honest about their flaws like rdj you know back in like two you know 2008 like i feel like he's a you know a very honest person about like how he like hit a rock bottom you know like you know how he like almost like threw his entire life away like that kind of like I feel like that's what Will Smith's trying to do, but he just has no understanding of what a normal person does or behaves that it's just like coming across as like, like that person who like, have you ever been in a situation with like, you meet someone for the first time and they're like really oversharing, you know, like I've not known you long enough for you to be telling me this. And you want to say something back where you're like, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to stay quiet. there's like this one time when I um, <clears throat> when I matched someone with someone on Tinder. Okay, Kellen, uh, don't overshare. No, uh, <laughs> I just wanted to tell this story. I have to get this off my chest. I'm sorry. But like I matched with someone on Tinder and we were just going back and forth. And like within two hours of first messaging me, she told me about how she was working as like um, a paramedic, you know? Mm-hmm. And like she responded to the scene when her father died. And I'm like, I don't know. I really don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. Oh my fucking god! I'm like that is these. I'm just like that's the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life, and I don't know. I I don't know your last name. And you deleted <laughs> you deleted the messages. You're like, yeah, I'm done with her. I, I did. I waited a couple of days. Damn. But anyway, yeah, he's at and Jada's not helping. Jada's been saying some shit, uh, insane shit too. Yeah, I I remember. <laughs> well, it's it's like he, like we we talked about. He never. He's always been closed down. He doesn't share. Yeah. And now that he finally wants to share, he doesn't know how much to share. Exactly. I remember like there was like some headline where he talked about how like because of like Jada's relationship with him, he was just like like infuriatingly jealous of. Of Tupac. Of Tupac, yeah. And it's like, Will, where were you on September 13th, 1996? <laughs> Will, what were you doing? Will, oh. were, did you happen to be in Las Vegas? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, maybe we do have to read the memoir. Maybe he admits it. And We should. <laughs> That's it. What if he admitted to murdering Tupac? Oh, yeah. This no. is our official statement. We are, I'm not reading that. Kellen's not reading it. No, we are not consuming. I might that. read it. I don't know. Liar. I might. Isn't it like five hundred pages? It's it's, but it's it's probably like fourteen size font, double spaced. You know, he's a fucking celebrity, right? Like, and it's just he's going to like a book tour. Yeah. Which I almost he came to like uh, the theater that's like just a couple blocks away from me, but it was like eighty dollars a ticket or something, and I'm like, I don't have the money for that. And he wasn't even going to be there. It's going to be in Zoom. Like he was going to like Zoom in. We could have just hacked it and like joined in and recorded it. Oh my God. <laughs> Release it as a pod episode. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. And King Richard, all this to say is like King Richard feels like an incredibly personal movie for him, you know? Mm-hmm. And that we talked about like how like this most recent stage of his career is like him reckoning with his failures as a father. Yeah. And I remember saying bad boys for life. Like, I'm interested to see if this continues. And uh, it does. <laughs> you Wait, know, well, like, 
What do you mean by that? Well, this movie is like, for, okay, so I'll describe my like overall thought, feelings of the movie because like m- my opinion on this movie did a hard 180 at the halfway point. Okay. The first half I thought was bad or not bad. I didn't think it was good. It I was, thought, I thought like the first 25% of it wasn't very good. Yeah. It's a very weak start. It's very typical. Like, you know, yeah. Based on a true story, story, inspiring, pick yourself up by your bootstraps bullshit. You know, like it's, it's all like very, like, I like, I'm sure I'll, I'll take their word for it. That it all happened as it's depicted in the movie, but like, come on, you know, but like, it's also like, it calls into mind, I think, a problem a lot of people have with this movie or just like the existence of this movie of, of like, why are you making a movie about Richard Williams and not Serena and Venus Williams? Yeah. Which is, I think, a valid point. I, I think he's honestly, he's a more, much more flawed figure. So he makes for like a more interesting subject. But anyway, like, I, and I think kind of the trick of this movie is that the first like third or half of it is a Richard Williams movie. And then it switches to being a Venus Williams movie. Yeah, it's a valid point. But then you also had to d- completely dismiss it because Venus and Serena were both the executive producers. And yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. That, that argument goes away like immediately. And it's, it's also like, I mean, you know, I did some, I wasn't really aware about this, but I did some like mild research after the movie. And like, he was kind of like a notorious figure, yeah. you know, back in the day. He was sort of, what's his, is it, is it LeVar Ball? Yeah. Lamar Ball? Oh, or uh, LeVar. I, I, it's LeVar. It's LeVar. Yeah. yeah he I, was I, kind fuck of, with the, I fuck with the Ball family. They're funny. The big, yeah. big Baller <laughs> brand, baby. Yeah, yeah. Le, yeah, LeVar brand brand not brand ball just yeah like you kind of the lavar ball of that of the 90s you know of like yeah. damn i never i never thought of it that way that's really good <laughs> just like i mean to me it's like this like incredible these like prodigies of a sport with a father that's like who the fuck is this guy <laughs> like what's his deal yeah like, but you're so intrigued by him you can't st- take your eyes yeah. off him so like it makes sense that like serene and venus would be like supportive of a movie that kind of like Paints a, I'd say, mostly loving portrait of their father. Mm-hmm. But like that being said, the the parts of the focus on Richard Williams, I think, are like the weakest parts of the movie, easily. Yeah, I just like it's really bad to say because this is their story, but like that first first middle part, well, the first part of the movie, I want to say like the first 20, 25 minutes, like it just feels like I'd seen that before, which. Oh, yeah. like, it's really bad to say because this is literally their story, but like, yeah, you could have skipped some of that. You didn't have to be so detailed. <laughs> you didn't have to stay there for 30 minutes of your two hour movie. And it's also like, to me, like something that like, I think stopped me from fully buying in to it is like, I was like, you know, I spent that first half going like, this guy's kind of a maniac. Does this movie want me to like, like him? You he, know? Yeah. Yeah. But then like, I think something really interesting happens at the halfway mark where like it really calls into question a lot of like what we know about this guy. Yeah. And I think that like, you know, the like there's like, I'm trying to think of a word. Uh, I, I, this is the best word I could think of it. A fucking barnstormer of a scene from um, Anjane Ellis, I think who plays the mom. Yeah, uh, Anjanu Ellis, who plays um, Richard's wife, their mother. That kitchen scene where she, like, 
dismantles him. Yeah. <laughs> you, the energy and you could like feel like a pin drop in the theater <laughs> when I saw it. Like, and I, I, I think that seems great too, because like, you know, I, I feel like we talked, I don't know what movie we talked about with, but like, there is no role more thankless than like the wife in a movie. that's a biopic about a famous man, you know, uh-huh. like, um, like a lot of times the, the things that there's like some joke, something I read where it's like, you know, they're sort of reduced to like standing in doorways looking concerned, you know, like, but like well, I we talked like about it in pursuit of happiness. Yep. 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 Uh, that was, who was that? Was that to, I don't remember. I just remember she was a, it oh, was like a great performance. Ah, uh, yeah. I know. I know who it is. Fuck. I, I'm blanking on the name, but yeah, I remember now. But like, I feel like this is a movie, like I, once it's does like that pivot and like, it starts to question of like, does he really, is this really like he has his kid's best interest in mind or is he like trying to live vicariously through them? Like that whole scene felt like, are they just talking about Will Smith here? <laughs> because we <sighs> talked about that was like the whole like reckoning that his family had with him a couple years ago, you know, like they like his plan for them wasn't the plan they wanted for themselves, you know? Yeah. And that led to a very like tumultuous time in his life. Yeah. Um, and his career. Yeah. I, I, he, he definitely was like deeply impacted by this like story uh, mm-hmm. for him to want to take in, take the role so seriously. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, kind of weird. Cause I wasn't thinking of that while watching the movie because it is two like super, two super important figures in our world. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the foundations they laid in sports and um, just like young people's lives. I mean, yeah, like I, I'm trying to remember the statistic I read, but like there is an argument to be made that Serena Williams is like the greatest athlete of all time. The greatest, she, yeah, uh, the art, like everyone basically agrees she's definitely the best tennis player of all time. But oh, there is an <laughs> argument of like, is she the greatest athlete ever? which is, I think, a kind of an arbitrary, like, that's sort of, that gets a little, like, I, I, I lean toward yes, just because yeah. of the sheer amount of, like, there, there's really nobody else. It's just dominated. Yeah, uh, most like other people has. that are in that title have lost a lot. She yeah. has lost very little, very yes. yeah. small amount of time she has lost. I, like, you could maybe make a similar argument for, like, Tom Brady or whatever, but, like... He's lost a couple, you know, a couple of times. She's lost very little. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, like, and, and yeah. uh, that, that's when let, let's start speaking about more of the positives movie because it seems like we're yeah. kind of leaning into that. That's why, like, what really, like, kind of sold me was that scene where they show the, the Rodney King um, beating. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I'm watching this movie. I, the, like... Compton gangster parts are are pretty corny, which they're hard to pull off in movies a lot of times. Yeah. Um they're it's like I I I believe this. I'm like, yeah, that probably happened, but it's not believable in the movie. Yeah. Um, and then these Rod it shows like the Rodney King tape on the news, and the girls are completely distracted, not paying attention to it. And Richard and the mother are you know, fully watching this immersed, just absolutely disgusted. 
And then she turns to Richard and says, well, at least I got him on tape this time. And that like fully changed my mind entirely about the movie because I did not know the context of Venus and Serena Williams. I knew they were two young black women trying to get into a sport where they are the absolute minority. They are women and they are black. And not to mention uh, they, there's also the class angle too that like tennis is a, they come from Compton. Yeah, a very expensive sport to break into. Yeah. And I knew that. I did not know the time period. I did not know all of that. And that yeah. completely flipped my mind in a movie, made me think, wow, this movie could end up being really, really good. I, I think I still think it's really good, but not as good as it could have been. But like yeah completely fucking changed my mind about the movie because that context matters so much when you're learning when you're hearing this story like this absolutely inspiring story that you've got to remember where america was at that point where black people in america were at that point and it completely fucking changes the entire story completely context is king context is fucking king um yeah that part really hit me like i was just like fuck this and, movie actually actually kind of rules and yeah it's that it adds to like the kind of feeling i think that like richard the movie kind of talks about a couple of different times of like he's trying to get his kids out of there you know yeah like and that's like sort of the goal is it like you know he's trying to get them out of there um like and he knows he's like this i'm gonna get them out of there and like they're going to be successful. It's not they're going to be in a different neighborhood. No, 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 no. They are going to be far away. People are going to look up to them and want to also get out of there because of them. There is a kind of element that I thought was like, again, I really should have just fucking rewatched this movie before (laughs) we recorded because it's a little... I'll correct you if you say something wrong. Well, like one thing I feel like was kind of affecting about the movie is that like, there's this idea of like, you know, Richard's kind of a fucking weirdo. He mm-hmm. arguably doesn't freak. he arguably doesn't always have make the best decisions. You know, he's a control freak. But like his rougher qualities are sort of redeemed by like how much of a fucking advocate he is for his own kids. Yeah. And he works uh, a night shift at a job. So during the day he should be asleep, but he's not. Yeah. Not at all. All of his I mean, free time goes to his children. Really, the grind never stops. King Richie. Fucking hell, bro. Yeah, it never he had a grind set. Yeah. Sigma grind set. Oh man. Is he alive or is he dead? He's dead, right? I Wait, no, he's, he's alive. Or is he alive? I don't remember seeing like in loving memory of our father at the end of the movie. He's still alive. Yeah, okay. How about that? Yeah. Hold on a minute. I'm uh I was uh, at the emancipation like Google page. Stephen Ogg, Trevor Phillips is going to be in it. For what? The Emancipation? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> um, Should I? Re- can I read the premise really quick for it? Yeah, go for it. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. After being whipped nearly to death, a slave named Peter escapes from a Louisiana plantation, outwitting cold-blooded hunters as he makes his way north, where he joins the Union Army. The film is based on a true story of an escaped slave named Gordon. Photo photographs of his bare back, heavily scourged from an overseer's whippings, were published worldwide in 1863, giving the abolin- ab- 
abol- uh, abolitionist movement, proof of the cruelty of human slavery. That's fucking crazy. That's good for him for making yeah. this. One thing I will say, it's a pretty good looking movie. Robert uh, Elswit. Yeah, Robert the Elswit. The director? Uh, cinematography. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it is a good looking movie, which is why I wanted to see it in a theater. Because watching it, I was like, well, th- I wish I would have seen this. And yeah. you know what's weird, actually? You know how what? you mentioned like the, the, the wife? It was mm-hmm. during that scene. I was like, fuck, I should have gone at like AMC to see this. Like, <laughs> to me, it was like the night when he goes to talk to Venus at night on the court. Like I thought, oh, this looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, especially uh, speaking back on that other point where I'm like uh, the, the context, you know, like at the end of the movie when they go out and they see this big crowd of people waiting for them. like mm-hmm. those just a couple of years ago those black girls and those black boys were scared for the fucking lives because of the Rodney King shit. Yeah. And all in this, they get inspired and now are like, fuck, I want to play tennis. And I'm <laughs> a black kid. I want to play yeah. tennis though. Yeah. I feel like, and that's what I think makes the second half of the movie. So uh, much more effective than the first half, you know, mm-hmm. when it's, when the focus kind of shifts to Venus. Yeah. Is when it like great performance. Yeah, yeah. I was uh Sanaya Sydney. I yeah, she's um she she's um, where do I can't remember. I put her in best actress. Oh wow, she's she's on the list right now. I don't know like if she'll be on the final list, but like I was between that or supporting, but like Mm -hmm. I think she's lead. I I think she's really good in this. Yeah. Uh so like I like it's this is clearly meant to be kind of like an awards contender oh, yeah. vehicle for Will Smith. Yeah. But like I walked away being more impressed by like the performances surrounding him, you know? Yeah. All the supporting performances are really good. Uh, I also like Johnny B. For, I already talked about him. He's fucking phenomenal in this. Um, but the first coach they have, that guy was really good, too. Who's that guy? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, he looks like a Pete. No, uh, Tony, Tony, Tony Goldwyn. That yeah, guy's great old. in this. He's fucking yeah, he's great. Good. He's got one of those faces where I'm like, where the fuck have I seen this? Yeah, where have I seen him? Oh, he was uh, the, oh, he was the president in Scandal, I guess. <laughs> I, I I haven't seen that so. <laughs> Me, I haven't either. I, I've everything I know about it comes from commercials, you know. Um, also, something I haven't talked about in a while, which is a shame because I should have mentioned in the Matrix episode, they get some fits off. There's some. There's some good fucking fits in this movie, baby. It's the 90s. They are wearing this uh, absolutely amazing, just like athletic tennis tennis fits. They look phenomenal, every single one of them. Um, uh, it's kind of, it's it's funny that like you know, just like I t- we talked about with the Matrix, like the whole Y2K craze. Um, this is a craze also going on in fashion right now is like tennis brands like Reebok tennis stuff is popping up again. Um, uh, Prince like kind of made a comeback for some reason. Uh, who fucking knows why? Uh, like Reebok workout shoes, Reebok tennis shoes are really popping right now. It's, mm-hmm. it's really weird. Um, yeah. The fits are crazy. Will Smith looks amazing. Uh, um, Venus wearing the, uh, Raiders cap while playing her first like her first game oh, or yeah, yeah. her first minis game I think it is 
mm-hmm. fucking great. Like, oh, stunning. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really, really good fits. Whoever did the wardrobe on this, give yourself a round of applause. They deserve a kiss on the lips. <laughs> uh, and it's just like, uh, I mean, we, we talked about uh, Bernthal, who like, okay, I just want to say, you know, I think we've talked about this kind of thing before. He's one of my guys. You know? Me too. Me too. I love yeah, him. When he pops up Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh, God, he's good in Walking Dead. He's so good in Walking Dead. He's amazing <laughs> in that. <laughs> he's, I really <laughs> like him in Fury. He fucking kills oh, fuck. it in that movie. Yeah. Every, I mean, everyone does, but he oh, yeah. do. He's also just he's just in like, Widows. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's one of the... Uh, the uh, I think he's... When I say he's Michelle Rod, no, he's that um, cast oh, is crazy. We both yeah. need to watch that movie. Fuck yeah, we should. <laughs> <laughs> I always like. I've seen the the scene where uh, with Daniel Kaluuya, you know, in the basketball court. You know what I'm talking about? Uh huh. No, where, I don't. I didn't even okay, know he was in this okay. movie. Oh fuck! It's a good scene. <laughs> this whole ugh, this cast yeah. is insane. How have I not seen this? I don't know. I keep, I've been putting it off for so long for some reason. What's oh I forgot he's um oh yeah he's in the Sopranos movie which I still haven't seen either he um he's just like one of those guys like he'll show up and put the work in like you know he was like um Ford v Ferrari oh I forgot he was um in Those Who Wish Me Dead that you shouldn't have told me he was in Ford v Ferrari (laughs) I didn't know and then watching that movie it would have been an absolute delight for me (laughs) he's like in the trailers I don't remember him being on there. He like he has like I remember in the movie like he's like got all the good trailer lines, you know. Uh-huh. He's like just shit like the Ford Motor Company has to compete to stay relevant, you know, just shit like that. <laughs> like yeah, uh, he's, have you, fuck. Have, he's, you, have you seen his Hot Ones interview? No, fuck. I need it's to watch really that. Fu- it's really fucking good. I mean, Hot Ones slaps hard like i fucking love hot ones that's like genuinely maybe the best interview show on right now oh yeah like uh (laughs) the the thing about john burkle i find funny is i remember i saw a tweet forever ago that's like if you ever find like an actor like intimidating or scary remember that they're like a fucking theater kid you know, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like John Bernthal, like has like a you know we love to say he has a face, like he has a nose that looks like it's been broken because it has, <laughs> like, like, but like he was. Oh, he was is he also, one of those cool fucking guys who fell in acting? Like, was he a jock? Uh, well, he oh he played like I you gotta watch the hot ones. I'm paraphrasing, but like he played on like a state championship football team. But he also was like. He did. He was also like classically trained at like a Russian acting school. Like oh. the dude, you know, like <laughs> the dude. I, like, got, I got the hot trip. Yeah. Oh, I did too. I got into an argument with someone because she said that like he's not attractive. And like what I, fuck? a fucking heterosexual man, argue with this straight woman. <laughs> it's because he's not, he doesn't look like a jock. He looks like a beaten up dude. He looks like a criminal. Yeah, but he looks like he's got, he's got like a really sensitive soul, you know? Yeah, an uh, old soul. My, 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 I want to yeah, see him like, on Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, I think the my favorite. There's a comment on the Hot Ones interview that was like that. I think just captures like what it's like to watch that interview. Where it's like 
at a certain point, I found myself smiling and nodding along like I was on a date with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hot Ones is really fucking good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> damn. So, I because uh, Tom Holland's going to be on this week, and I uh-huh. saw someone say, first wing, they're going to give him the spiciest sauce, nothing to wash it down, no water, and they're going to ask him, so what's it like to work with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield? <laughs> <laughs> that'll, have, that'll be how they get him. John Burnfall's a talent. That's mm-hmm. all. Yeah, I was, I was smiling like ear to ear. Every <laughs> he's so he's funny. He's so funny in this. He is. Um, he's gonna pop up if if like we would were to do like an award show for movies this year, he'd pop up on something for me for sure. Oh, definitely for me too. Yeah, he would. He's in the Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah, for a little bit. Oh, exactly. He's like just one. It's only—it's literally only flashback scenes. <laughs> like he's—he's oh he's in it for maybe five minutes, and it's great. He's play—he plays like an older brother to one of the characters who, like, he looked up to. He's—I mean, it's fucking John Burr. It's Johnny <laughs> B. It was Johnny B. Johnny B. Johnny B. Uh, and, uh, and to him too, it's like a weird, th- a weird relationship that the public formed with him. We saw him on Walking Dead, yeah, and everyone was like, "Whoa, this! Where the fuck did this guy come from?" Yeah, and like I, I genuinely remember where I was when I opened my phone and saw on IGN that he'd been cast as the Punisher. <laughs> yeah, I then, remember yeah. where I was, which I haven't watched the Netflix shows because, uh, well, time and. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And they're also, uh, on the whole, most of them aren't good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, to where I had gotten, which, going in order, I had gotten in Daredevil Season 2. I hadn't seen that because I liked all those shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but yeah, when I watched some of The Punisher and, like, where he pops up on Daredevil, he's fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the most perfect casting ever. Yeah. Like- which, I was a weird thing to bring up i was a ginormous fan of the punisher movie when i was a child i was a he was my favorite superhero it was it was anakin skywalker spider-man toy mcguire the punisher like those are my three favorite i know you just said it but did you say did you watch the punisher show no no i watched some of it i watched a couple ones really good season one's really good i never saw season two i I just kind of got a like I really wanted to watch it, and I kind of got pushed back because my friends showed me an episode where they're like, "This is the best episode of the show," and I watched it, and I was like, "This isn't that good. Like, it really isn't that good." But I saw like the first episode, which was really, really good. So maybe I <laughs> yeah. should watch it. Yeah, and I I fucking love Daredevil. I f- yeah, I love Daredevil's Daredevil. phenomenal. It's season really good. the second half of season two was rough, but like seasons one and three are so like I I genuinely I. This might be a hot take, but like if Charlie it, talks as Matt Murdock shows up in No Way Home, I'll be more excited for that than I will be for like Toby. McCann I'm going to come. Um, <laughs> but no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What did you well, just say? I, here's the thing, though. Toby McGuire shows up as Spider-Man. It's like, oh, cool. He's back for this movie. Charlie Cox shows up as Matt Murdock. It's like, oh, fucking Daredevil's here to stay, baby. I just saw on Snapchat, I'm not sure if it's real or not, but like, didn't they just announce that Charlie Cox come back as Daredevil? He said that if Daredevil should, he was being very vague. Kevin wow. Feige, never like Snapchat. I just want to see like, 
the U.S. like House of Representatives try to interrogate Kevin Feige because he's so good at picking his words, you know. <laughs> like yeah. I want to see, like um, I want to see him testify before Congress because he's just like, if Daredevil were to show up again in some way, shape, or form, it would be Charlie Cox. But we're not sure what that would look like yet. <laughs> you know, it's just very like this guy's probably know. murdered people and gotten away. With yeah, it. definitely. <laughs> Are, are there final thoughts we should say? Yeah. About John That's Burns actually great that we did that perfectly. Uh, <laughs> no, me, you didn't expect to talk about the movie that much, but like, no. I think it's a solid movie. Um, it like, it's uh, not his best performance yet, but it's a fucking great performance. He's going to get nominated. It's, it's not going to mean well, anything. Right now, <laughs> if, if you're a betting man, he's the favorite to win. I I still I don't I still think it's Benedict Cumberbatch. I think he's a favorite. Well, let me see. Let me bring up the Kentucky Derby because they 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 correctly predict the Joker. And right now, it's like before the nominations, it's hard to tell, you know. But um, um, best actor odds. Um, yeah, like right now, the five favorite, the like five predicted nominees are Will Smith for King Richard. I don't know what they're there's <laughs> people just do be honking sometimes. They they do. Uh yeah, like right now the five like favorites are Will Smith for King Richard, Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom, Ben Dick Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog, Bradley Cooper for Nightmare Alley, and Denzel for the tragedy of Macbeth. I don't want to watch Nightmare Alley. It's gonna be over two hours. <laughs> There's so many movies that have been over two hours in the past. Like, yeah, but I don't, the trailer didn't get me at all. <laughs> all the only thing that is fully convinced me is Willem Dafoe. That's it. Um, is it when is that out? When's that come out? No, it comes out like near Matrix and you know more towards Christmas. Okay, gotcha. Uh, what? Uh, uh, who has the best odds? Then it's still it is Will Smith. It's yeah, it's Will Smith. He's that's, that's Variety has him as number one. Well, just because it's like again, it's like you get you can't approach it as what's the best performance because that's a fool's errand. Oh, I know. I obviously, obviously, yeah. But it's like I mean, it's a. It's like what are these old ass fucking people going to pick? It's inspired. Yeah, it's a based on a true story. It's inspiring. This is a movie I can't see any of my friends loving, but I can see like my parents loving. I can see my grandparents loving. You know, that's like yeah. the, the ticket. It's based on a true story. It's a real dude. It's inspiring. And plus, there's like this kind of narrative of like, ah, he's due, you know, he's been putting in the work. Uh, but like that fucking uh, guy. Well, yeah, Denzel's kind of my favorite. I, I think Denzel's my personal pick. It's between him or Cooper. I don't think Cooper has a chance of getting nominated, which makes me sad. But oh, yeah, folks, uh, we saw Larry Pizza. <laughs> we'll talk about that next episode, well, yeah. right? Because that'll be part of the like it won't be continuity. Uh, the episode after this, I, I guess here we got a couple of things to announce. So like, we'll just transition out of this. Um, this is coming out, um, on the 17th. So. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. We'll talk about it during the next recording. Uh, <laughs> well, the next recording is going to be for matrix revolutions. Uh, I, I guess since this is coming out of the 17th, we can announce like where we're thinking about, we don't know what day, but we're going to, we're <laughs> thrilled to announce the first annual stargazing awards. Oh yeah. We're doing, we, we, uh, we really wanted to just talk about the movies we saw this year because 
movies actually came out this year. Yeah, so we're doing like a sort of a quasi Oscar award show uh, that'll come out sometime in January. But right now, like we're putting together our nominee lists, all that jazz. I got I don't know about Moises, but it's going to be a close one. It's going to be down to the last movie. You know, it ain't over until The Matrix sings. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. He's right. He's he's preaching for both of us. Yeah, I'm seeing West Side Story tonight. Um, I played that uh, for my kids. And I uh, swear to you, like at, at school, I, I, my kids. The, the movie? No, no, no. The song, the soundtrack, like the oh, the one, you know, the OG one, and uh, some kids were singing Maria, Maria. Oh, Maria. That's so cute. That's so, <laughs> it's like a, it's a brainworm. Yeah, I'm so fucking excited to see West Side Story. Have you have you listened to any of like the new soundtrack? I don't want to. I don't want okay. to. Okay, I. <laughs> I, I've only listened to Maria because that's like my favorite song and I had to prepare myself. He's not bad. I, I oh, but yeah, I'm, I'm so, so hyped. It's coming up Friday. I just realized that. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> that's going to be like, oh, you're seeing it tonight, you yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm looking at these like nominees, the like categories we have for this award show. And I just know that like, West Side Story is going to be like a fucking Undertaker rising last minute to like just upset everything. <laughs> Spielberg, man. Spielberg. My opinion. Yeah, Spielberg. My, <laughs> you know that clip of, I don't know who the guy is. It's like on some ESPN show, but it's Snoop Dogg's there. And he's just like, that motherfucker don't miss. That motherfucker don't miss. No, nah, he's good. <laughs> uh, that's like in January. Next week, uh, we're... Wrapping up the original Matrix trilogy with Matrix Resurrections. And then the week after that, you're going to get our fresh fucking reactions to the Matrix Resurrections. Mm -hmm. Wait, did I? The third one's Revolutions. I, it's fucking subtitles. (laughs) But, um, and that'll be it for our Into the Matrix miniseries. Um, uh, it's always weird to like try and wrap up these like episodes. It won't be re- released for a while. Moises, is there anything else I should say? Anything else I'm forgetting? Uh, no. Um, uh, and we'll wrap up as we always do. With oh, wait, our, wait. Yeah. Um, the guy who I really, I will really want M night to put Will Smith in one of his movies. Oh, that's I mean, like that's, a new yeah, one, want, like a new you one. Want, you want him to work with M night again. I want him to do an M night movie, not a Will Smith movie. Cause he did a Will Smith movie with M night. Not the Ooh. other way around. Yes, yes. Did you, I mean, you saw that. I, oh yeah, we talked about Batista's going to be the lead in the new. That's so good. Yes, yes. I can already imagine him being like a weird killer. I can yeah. imagine it. <laughs> uh, like a stay-at-home dad, but he's like a stalker at night or some shit. No, I want him to play like, I want him to play like an M. Night dad. I want him to play a softy? Like a, yeah, I want him to play a softy. Come on. That's With the, those rim glasses? Yes, you, you know me so well. Yeah. That's what I want. He's good. He's going to be great. He's going to be great. I'm so, yeah. I mean, Batista is like if The Rock wasn't afraid to challenge himself, you know? Um, beautiful. Yeah, he's great. And um, Spectre, is he Inspector, right? He's Spectre. Yeah, yeah. He's cool in that. Great in Blade Runner. Um, it's uh, not in a, a lot of Dune, but I have a feeling he's, he's going to be in part two. But he's good in it, though. Yeah, he he's is. He's scary. Yeah. Um, gotta love me some Dave we, Batista. We have a whole other episode to record. We need to. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. 
What's a, a real quick recommendations? These could be anything: movie, book, TV show, video game, podcast, song, album, park, painting, poem. Anything that we're enjoying. It just yeah, just anything we're enjoying. Moises, do you have one? We both have the same one. You want to introduce it? What, what? movie did we both see over the weekend? Okay, uh, but this I thought this was coming out next week. A week out? So we'll tell them to go see it next week. It'll come out. It comes out week. Oh two. yeah, you're right. Go see Licorice Pizza. It's incredible. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. It's um, I so fun. This is what I yeah. This is what I. Moises and I, we both had the same experience. It's like we started smiling, like minute two of the movie. Yeah, it's and I just didn't stop. Like my face hurt. Um, Kellen, when the when the opening titles were opening, Mo- Kellen kind of like nudged toward me. He's like, "Moises, we we did it." And then um, five minutes into the movie, he nudges towards me and says, Moises, he did it. He fucking did it. And he says about five more times to me, the movie's magical. It's fucking <laughs> magical. I like just so many times I just turned to him and said, he's so good at this. <laughs> yeah, um, it's fuck. I me and him both expected it to be our favorites of the year so far. And it is like so yeah. easily it is. Yeah. Like, I really don't think anything could be it for me. Moises, you're holding out for the Matrix. The Matrix is the only thing that will be possible. Unless, for some reason, I have like an orgasmic experience to West Side Story. One of the first movies I've seen in a very long time that makes new new releases I've seen in a very long time that makes me like want to run through the streets yelling, I love movies, you know? <laughs> like that's, yeah. I, I, I want to run through the streets like they do like 40 different times in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's phenomenal. Take your your entire family to go see it together. Oh, well, I don't know about that. Your grandma, your great-grandma. It's the thing. I don't know. How your little cousin you're, that you hate. You almost definitely are going to have a different way of going about this than me. But, like, I'm not recommending this movie to anybody I know. I don't you know, want... That's where we're different. Like I, I recommended Uncut Gems to everyone I know. I, I made that mistake, yeah, and most of them hated it. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't give if they well, here's where I am though with movies. If someone says I hate it, I'm like, you have terrible taste. It's that easy. <laughs> you didn't like Uncut Gems? Well, you have terrible I'm, taste then. Like I'm a bit more diplomatic. But. <laughs> um it, it all it would depend. Like Punch Drunk Love, someone says they don't like them, like mm, understandable. But like Uncut Gems is like, no, you need to fucking love that movie. You need to. No, yeah, like, I just, like, I can't handle anybody that I, like, know and love in my life, like, not liking that movie. So, like, if like, your I'm, dad didn't like licorice pizza, you'd be, like, you'd be down? Well, if my par- if my parents didn't like it, I think I could, like, live with that, you know? Because, but, like, your sister? I mean, if, like, my friends didn't like okay, it, okay. just, like, that was stupid. Yeah, see, again, yeah, that's where we differ, too. Like, me, I know my friends are going to like it. Like, they're going to be fucked with me saying it's dumb, but they're they like it. It, I like having it as like my own little thing. Like I like this movie. I need to have that more. I need to do that more. Actually, it's got a lot of hame in it. Like I just Yeah, like me. I I hate that I reminded to my friends that What's the Matrix it, exists. What is it? What does it say about me that like I was truly, genuinely blown away uh, by Alana Haim's performance and like her screen presence and just her pure energy? Uh, but I'm still not going to listen to any music by. <laughs> Their their music's great, so you should check it them is? out. Actually. Okay, it's, right. it's great. It's fucking really good. I should. But... And actually, uh, Kellen, it's Heim, not Haim. Is Get it? it fucking right? Yeah, wow. it's Heim. 
I'm a fucking now. I'm a fake fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> we got. What if it turns out that like three of our, it's hand. three of our consistently i've noticed like in watching the metrics of the show like there's almost always like three listens like within like an hour of me posting it you know uh-huh. what if that's alana the, the and, and holy shit <laughs> he's fucking right that's why their music's so good they have good taste okay so yeah licorice pizza it's good go see it unless you know me personally then don't. <laughs> or if you you know me personally and you go see it and you don't like it, never tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Uh, uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week, right? Yeah. Uh, do we? Is there a fact of the, a Will Smith fact? <laughs> Will Smith fact no. of the week. Well, this he, is a quote from to, Will Smith. Used... I used to vomit after orgasm as a psychomatic reaction. Psychosomatic reaction. Yeah. I'm Kellen Kermit. I'm Luis Camacho. Good for him. We'll Uh, see you next week with uh, The Matrix Revolutions. Yeah.